today's podcast will be about cleaners leaving early. Now, on the face of it, that isn't necessarily a massive problem, but it is inherent to the cleaning industry. And I, along with most other cleaning company owners, have picked up countless new customers who have been really, really happy with their last cleaners, but they feel ripped off because the cleaners are leaving early and they feel like they are being massively overcharged. So you must have come across this, Diane. When when did you first come across this issue? So I think because we do charge by the hour, it's always been sort of part of our policy is you book three hours, you get three hours. It's always been very clear. And I think the first time I came across it was, I think really it's people's ring doorbells and cameras and or clients that are in. And yes, yeah, it's, it's been raised a few times, sometimes mistakenly, sometimes the cleaner's downstairs already and the client hasn't realised that they've arrived. Um, but sometimes, yeah, it, it our cleaners have left early over you know 15 years it's happened of course it's happened I remember when I first came across it I mean 10 12 years ago and I remember thinking what's the solution to this and I actually phoned around some of the other local companies went you must have come across this what do you do about it they didn't really want to give me the answer if I'm honest I just phoned up and was like how do I solve this problem um, and this is what having a cleaning community is about you can go how do I solve this problem um but before we go on to how to solve the problem, is it actually a problem? I guess that's the question. Is the cleaners leaving early a problem? What do you think? Well, I think if you're, we, we always look at it uh, from a client's point of view. If you're charging £20 an hour and they've booked for three hours, they've paid £60, and that you leave half an hour early, you've take, you've, we look at it as you've effectively stolen £10. So, so yeah. The- from a client's point of view, definitely. Now, it gets a little bit trickier because not everyone charges by the hour. And actually, there is the argument that a good, efficient cleaner can do the same clean in two hours as it would take an inefficient one to do in three hours. Now, obviously, they're made up numbers, but effectively, I know that I can do cleans in two hours that some of my trainees, it would take them three hours plus and they probably still wouldn't achieve the same quality. So why shouldn't I be paid more for my two hours? Am I really leaving early? I delivered the clean that was agreed in two hours. Why should I sit around for another hour? Because you char- if you're charged by the hour, then you you should be working the time that the client's paid for. Otherwise, so, you have to switch to charging by the job. And this is something that comes up very, very often, isn't it? You know, actually, should good cleaners charge by the job? Probably. Yeah. And I know some I know some solo cleaners who charge by the, 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 the morning or the afternoon or the day rather than, you know, hourly rate is irrelevant. They're there to do a job. I suppose then the risk if you're charging by the job is if you've got a team, how do you give them guidelines on how long it's meant to take? And this is what happened to us. So what would happen is a three hour job, the cleaners could do it in two hours. Well, good on them. They get paid more per hour. But customers are not stupid. They then work out exactly what they're actually paying per hour. And then they would go, "Mm, they've missed a bit or I feel like this. And then it's really ambiguous at that point, isn't it? You know, they start to feel a bit dissatisfied. And that for, for me, that was one of the reasons for choosing to charge by the hour right from the beginning was I wanted that transparency because it works both ways. If a client's paying for three hours and you run out of time, you, you've paid for three hours. That's what you're getting. Yeah. And, and I got bitten by this quite early on. They would pay for three hours and I would go, oh, no, it took us six. You quoted me for three. 
you yep. quoted this was the job and I'd be going oh and if you try and stop at three and not do the job where well, they're going well you that's what you quoted per job and it's really hard to go back and so that's why I quite liked the hourly rate it covers you if you get the quote slightly wrong yes, but yeah. it also makes it really transparent to the customer and so on quotes I can say well it might take me three it might take me four I'm not sure let's go for four if it takes me three I'll bill you for three yeah yeah you can just be as honest as that can't you and as and as just as open as that with with what you're doing and and I think it's it's less confusing for the team as well because you know we schedule them you're booked at that client for three hours and it's very clear with our team that you are booked for three hours not two and a half but three and not three and a half and have you ever had it so I had a member of staff actually handed in their notice because we didn't provide enough hours and we were like but you've had all the hours you asked for but they were leaving early and so they were actually being paid by the hour and they were like well I'm not getting all the pay I wanted but we were like but you chose to leave early we would have paid you I think she she got knocked down four hours over the week and it was really difficult so we had to implement you don't leave early yeah no we're really clear on that it's in our contracts and you know um, in terms of if you have a team member leave early now what 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 would your process be Louise um well it would be we leave feedback cards after every single clean so the customer would know that they'd left early if they lied on the cards then it's a disciplinary process that you've lied on the cards there is the problem with cleaners leaving early is if you ever talk to them whether it's you're the customer or whether you're the cleaning business owner and you say you left early oh I didn't realize is always the answer ever had that Diane yeah always yeah <laughs> I didn't realize didn't you okay so then if they have to I didn't look at the time when I left I'd finished I didn't look I didn't realize um now um if you get them to write it on the feedback cards then of course it's a lot more um what do you call it so accountable that's the word yes. so they're a lot more accountable um but then it becomes a disciplinary issue because then you've either lied on the cards because you then did know you were leaving early. Obviously, if they left early for a reason, for example, the customer said, oh, don't clean three of these bedrooms or this or that, we can just bill the customer left less. But there has to be a process that they have to be shown to be deliberately not following. Yeah, no, I agree. And, and our team members clock in and clock out. So um, they, they could clock out later than they left but again like you said that's a disciplinary matter um but we treat it as gross misconduct anyway if you leave a client early without permission without notifying us or the client then that's that's gross misconduct because we class it as stealing yeah i mean there's always a reason like if you leave early for a genuine reason there's a place on ours just write it just just literally yeah. explain what has happened why it's happened that's absolutely fine and you know if the customer said anything we can absolutely justify it there's normally a reason but it's the lying about it or the keeping quiet so it's not lying because they're not saying anything it's the keeping quiet and it just breeds distrust between the customer the cleaner the business owner and that's how relationships break down it's the mistrust isn't it yeah completely and and I think you know that mistrust around the timings leads into well what else can't I trust you about from a client's point of view and us as business owners and employers as well is okay so I can't trust you to not like I say, in, in my point of view, half an hour would be it's more than £10. So for me, you've just stolen £10 off the customer. What else would you do? That would be the question that I would be asking. To be, let's be fair. 
most people would never steal and they don't view it as stealing. They just had to get back on time to pick up their kids or they wanted to nip to so-and-so the supermarket before they did the school pickup. And these are the real reasons behind it. They have no idea of the consequences. Mm. And it's really heartbreaking when, you know, you have to deal with it on a personal level because the customer's fuming because they feel stolen from and they can mistrust it. And, you know, you get a whole load of emotional outpouring about how this is so wrong. And you speak to the cleaner and they just wanted to go to the post office office and you're like do you realize the consequence of this <laughs> yeah. do you realize I now have to issue you a written warning for because you went to the post office and yet it's so horrible on all yeah. parts and we end up being stuck in the middle yeah and I think that's why you know as part of your company culture and your policies you have to be really clear about the expectations on it because yeah you're absolutely right they they don't see it as stealing and they don't they don't realize they've not done it maliciously like you said they might have had they might have had a phone call from the school and had to leave early but they just have to inform you it's a bit like i suppose if you break something you have to inform you know don't hide don't stick the head back on the ornament and hide it behind a curtain it's that's worse than having broken it in the first place and it's the same with leaving early isn't it now you said you clock in and clock out What's your thoughts on trackers, geofencing? Because there's a lot of technical solutions to this problem. What's your thoughts on these? I think they're really useful. Um, I suppose it's how far you want to go with it, really, isn't it? And how expensive it could get if you put all these things in place, because there are some great software solutions out there, but they're going to eat into your margins. So for me, it's about company culture and policy rather than checking on them and do you know what i found about trackers unless you're sat there looking at the tracker and let's face it any business owner that's sat there looking at the tracker something's going wrong you do not have time to sit there looking at every tracker every then you know it's just silly so then you can only pull up the past data of the tracker and if a customer complains about it all you can do is confirm well yes that happened yes they definitely did do what you're accusing them of doing i mean it works the other way of no they didn't do it and i've got the tracker to prove it but let's say it shows yes they did it how useful is the tracker really? It's only useful if they didn't do it, um, but there's often other ways to show they didn't do it anyway. So I'm in two minds about trackers because it's very after the event, you know, is it useful or is it not? It depends what you're doing really. Yeah, and I think if you can create the right company culture and the right environment for your team, it becomes less of an issue. Um, and if you, as long as you deal with it promptly, if it does happen, I'm not sure you need to track every member of your team, their exact GPS location at every minute of the day. I'm not sure that that's the right company culture, shall we say, for your business. Um, and, and having tried it, can I say it's actually quite difficult and expensive, just so you yeah, know, like, yeah. I would advise against doing that. And also talking about company culture, you know, one, one of, you know, part of our culture is, you know, the extra mile always doing over and above that doesn't mean staying longer but it does mean you know what if you if you're on a three-hour clean and you're going to finish 15 minutes early what else can you do there's always more housework I'm sorry but no matter what unless it was a, a one-bedroom flat and you're there for five hours there's always something that you can do there's always a fridge that you could clean out um furniture that you could move that you don't necessarily move every time windows that you could clean there's always always something that you can do I believe clean the front door <laughs> I mean anything you do on a deep clean thing you know how many times have you gone up and I've cleaned the tops of the tiles in the bathroom that's not a normal job but I'll do it 
Yeah, absolutely. You know, wash the skirting boards in the hallway, clean the front door inside and out, clean the porch. You know, it's, you can always do something, I think. So for me, there's never a, there's never a time where a cleaner can honestly say to me, I'm finished. I'll go, did you do this, this, this and this? No, well, you haven't finished then. You can. Or they go, go yes. And then you go, I'll come round then, shall I? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Do you really want me to come out there? I don't think you do. So I think you could find some more. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's what the, for me, that's what the cleaning service is there for, is to make sure that everything is done properly, but also that a client's never going to move something and go, oh, <laughs> that's not been touched for a while that you've got to build that good routine into into your cleans and for me you always need a bit of leeway on the clean for those little extras yeah get the cobwebs notice them find them yeah um so Put yes your glasses on if you can't see the cobwebs because <laughs> so there's a lot about i wish leaving early wasn't a problem i wish we didn't all get tarred with the same brush and i wish that customers didn't phone me up and go well this is a problem with every company I go well it's not technically a problem with absolutely every company um I wish it wasn't a problem and we didn't all get that bad reputation and hopefully that would change going forwards but it's a hard one to change isn't it yeah and how do you manage it with the client so a client comes to you and says oh the cleaners left early they've got evidence and you talk to the cleaner and go yes I had to pick my little girl up and I forgot to say something or yeah I'm sorry so you might be you know there might be a disciplinary process with a team member but how do you manage it off with the client do you reduce their bill do you give them extra time next time so this depends on our relationship with the client and because we have all regular clients we generally have a pretty good relationship with them it would be an immediate where you'll get a discount for it then we ask for time where we do an investigation because maybe the cleaner didn't leave early so before we'll actually say to the client this is what we'll do for you I want to know whether it's true or not yes. so we go investigate it let's say it was true and um, then you've got a choice of what do you do from there I'm sorry I would give you a discount and we'll give extras and we'll make sure it never happens again it's generally enough they clean most of our customers are quite realistic that this is a one-off situation if it does yeah. happen so they're quite understanding it's not a routine thing that happens um so it only has to happen once or twice and that staff member will be in for a disciplinary and it doesn't happen three yeah, times and your clients trust you to handle it professionally yeah and I wouldn't necessarily give them the outcome of what happened with the disciplinary investigation once they've reported it we discount it we give them any extras we do everything we can for them um and then we would sort it out behind the scenes I don't feel the need to humiliate the staff by telling everybody what's happened conversely though have you ever had it and I know we have where not client not cleaners leaving early cleaners staying longer than the book time yeah they don't tell you about this as well they're like oh well you know I didn't want them to have to pay for it um so I just stayed some extras or do you know I've heard my staff have visited my customers I, I had no idea some of them went around on Christmas day and took them like Christmas lunch and stuff I was like whoa when did this happen well that's that's yeah. phenomenal but I wasn't aware of this yeah, sort of cleaners going above and beyond. We, and it causes a challenge because what we found happens is so Jane does the clean and it's a three hour clean on a fortnightly basis or whatever. And Jane regularly gives them an extra 15 minutes free of charge and gets some extras done. Whereas then Susan goes and she just does the three hours and can't do the extras. And then the client complains that Susan's not as good as Jane. And um, then you, you find out what's going on. And I kind of go, oh, how do I handle this with the client now? Well, actually, 
you were getting free time and the client might, might not believe you. So it's really quite challenging, actually, if cleaners regularly run over and give. And they'll say, no, they didn't stay longer. I was just having a cup of tea at some point. Yeah. And you go, I don't know what to do. We can't deliver what they were delivering. Yeah, yeah. because yeah, that, it's lovely that the cleaners will go the extra mile, if you like, but not over the three hour mark because, yeah, you're just setting the next person up for failure, aren't you? That's really hard. It's really yeah. hard. Well, hopefully this will all get sorted and we can all deal with it properly. But when it does happen, be aware that you are not alone. This happens a lot. I'm sorry for this. And there are things you can do. Yeah. And we want it in our training library for DCBN. There's, there's one in there, actually, which is called Tackling Team Challenges, isn't it? And we go through a few scenarios, don't we, in case studies of different challenges, not always them, them leaving early, but t different team challenges on how we would deal with them. So it's quite a good masterclass, that one. And it's covered in all the contracts as well, isn't it? Of course. Yeah. So it's you've got to have the right documentation in place. You've got to have the right handbook in place. You've got to have the right training in place. You've got to have the right systems in place. You've got to have the right follow up HR in place. And the DCBN covers every single step of that and holds your hand and provides um, training videos along the way. So um, there's a lot. There's a lot more than you think to running a cleaning business. <laughs> Definitely. Certainly. There's a lot more than I thought 15 years ago when I started out with my big idea. And how many were you saying we've got over 77 hours of training in the DCBN library and, and hundreds of documents is there I think there's 100 documents or something. Yeah, I think that yeah, it's getting on for 100. And yeah, there's nearly 80 hours now, I think of masterclass training. So on every topic, including like say managing your team, and dealing with client challenges and team challenges, it's all there. Perfect. So if you want to join up, Go have a look at the website, www.dcbn.org.uk. And yeah, book a call with Diana or myself. Thanks, Louise. Bye-bye.